0: sports worldwide live three, two, on FM Rise FM and Soweto Live <laughs> Hashtag MSW Now if you've been following football you'll know this gentleman very very well one of our immediate superstars I still call him that, he's a legend a gazillion times over and very few top flight clubs though are as passionate as far as developing football on the African continent as Aminia Bielefeldt And for an institution with such a rich history and legacy to them, seeing them take the time out and also empower aspiring talents here in South Africa or anywhere around Africa, that to us is a very, very big deal. And they've done just that with their latest project, holding coaching clinics in Mpumalanga. I think Mpumalanga is gifted and blessed because just yesterday we had guests coming through from Mpumalanga talking about the air attempts at development and also just what they've been doing so far and here today we've got an international spin to it let's get in touch with them uh, to get more information on that initiative the aminia bielefeld sa ambassador darren buckley is here tom Schutz is here aminia bielefeld's under 17 head coach gentlemen both of you good evening and welcome to the show good evening to you, Robert. yeah good evening how's how's darren been as a host because I look at you as being the visitor and him as being almost like the tourism ambassador.
1: (laughs) How's your experience been so far? Yeah, it's nice to be here. And yeah, uh, yeah, it's for me the first time in South Africa. It's uh, very nice here. And uh, yeah, Darren uh, tell me something about the country and uh, he's my security. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, you don't need
0: it here. You don't need any security. Darren's even wasting his time being that... (laughs) But from your expectations of what South Africa is to what you've seen, both as a country and also just with the kids,
1: the under-17s, what have you picked up? What have you noticed? Yeah, we started with this program in 2020 and um, the club... yeah think about other ways uh, that they go and then we uh, look about the, the past and uh, we remembered Darren and the other legends from uh, Zubi zama and uh, Ruben Fernandez, and uh, then it was an easy step to go to South Africa and um, yeah uh, in the last uh, two years we, we come to South Africa and uh, drain a lot of kids or coaching clinics and uh, yeah yesterday we we were at standard and trained with uh, i think 70 kids and after the training session you see a lot of smile and you know okay that's the right way
0: what, what are they believing are they believing that one day they they might have an opportunity here tom of of being like a darren Buckley, leaving south africa uh, going to become a, a well-spoken of player an international player in germany and obviously representing the national team
1: yeah the step to do south african we the plan from the from the club for omino bielefeld is uh the um do building bridge, bridges, yeah. To go in another country and learn from the other country, and uh, the opportunity to share knowledge with the, the people here, with the with the cooperation with St. Maritzburg, yeah. and uh, yeah, for the uh, youth coaches. Uh, in the in the past, we do a lot of coaching clinic with the coaches from Armenia, with the coaches from Maritzburg, with coaches uh, from everywhere, and uh, yeah. The most thing is to building bridges, not to find the new Darren Buckley.
0: Yeah, Darren Buckley, right here. Uh, good to see you, sir. Um, ever working hard, and uh, the big question, though, and I know that there's football talent all over. You know this. Why in Bumalan?
2: The thing is that, Rob, you know, it's a great honor for me to be the ambassador for Bielefeld. Yeah. And uh, the reason why uh, Bielefeld is doing this in South Africa, because they want to close gaps. You know, they want to uh, expose their name in South Africa to make Bielefeld, you know, if you walk around and the first thing you see the emblem, ah, that's Bielefeld, you know. No. And uh, through my experiences, you know, and which I've also seen is that they want to close the gap between development because the coaches you have in South Africa, they are coaching sh- uh, such... Uh, Teams in mm. Pumalanga, far away, are not highly qualified. You know, the, the majority of them are dads, uncles, and so on. So, when we come along and do these coaching clinics for coaches, you know, they get to open up their eyes to, oh, this is the right thing that we have to do. This is how we have to train and teach these kids mm. to be better footballers. So, we're actually closing the gap. You know, but the first priority for Bielefeld is not to discover players and bring them overseas. Sure, you know, it's for them to build bridges between corporates. You know, for teaching, mm-hmm. as I said, coaches, uh, especially development. Because to be honest with you, if you see under seventeen South African player and under seventeen German player, it's chalk and cheese. Yeah, because the quality of training he's getting mm-hmm. in Germany. It's, it's it's mountains because all the co- all the coaches are highly qualified. Yeah. Like for me, example, if I have to go apply for a job with my UEFA B license, I wouldn't be looked at. You in have, Germany, in Germany, yeah. you have to have your UEFA A to coach a, a development team, which shows you that the quality they want, you know, to implement into these kids, it's very high. Where in South Africa, you don't have that, you know, and this is why you have this big gap. Because, as I said, through my experience coaching at Amazulu coaching at uh, Marisburg United and so on, you you'll probably get under nineteen or under seventeen player coming into the professional level and then us coaches have to teach him how to play a diagonal ball. How you to know, trap. How to trap, exactly. I yeah. we just heard it now. <laughs> yeah. You know? So uh so uh, we we we're trying to make things much, much easier for professional coaches on the professional level when these development uh, development kids come into the professional level.
0: But why do you think there's such a gap, though? And I know, Tom, this might have sounded weird when Darren said it, but it's true. It's it's something we've spoken about Mm. many years, uh, even when he was still a football player. Um, Is Why do you think there is a gap? Do we not take uh, coaching seriously? We just think we can rock up, gather some kids, and be the father figure. And you know why I ask? And and, and it's a clear example. We've seen just the other week at UEFA Champions League level a 16-year-old comes onto the field at that level coming onto the field we don't even have that you know just a normal club level that is unheard of uh, coaches frown upon it he's too young we'll wait for him to turn 26 when he's a youngster Because our our youngsters are 26 and above why do you think there's this big void
2: okay first of all rob uh, if you see in germany most of the well germany all the all the the overseas clubs and leagues it's compulsory to have a development from the age of seven all the way up until the second team hmm. where in south africa you don't have that yeah you only have maybe under 15s and then under 17s you know the dusky team and then the professional team you don't have all the way down so this is the big gap which when you have um you know when you have the coach that are developing. And i and, and I'm, I'm sure you've noticed and seen it mm-hmm. that we have we hardly have any um coaching courses here in south africa which today i was asked a question is SAFA doing enough and i said i'm sure they're doing enough but not more than enough that they're supposed to do you know supposed mm-hmm. to having coaching clinics for coaches to educate them to knowledge them they're not doing that i mean if you see when was the last time than the 17s had friendly games only until now yeah. when the African, African Cup pitched up. Yeah. All of a sudden, there was under 17 national team. And Same with
0: under 23.
2: Under 23, yeah. exactly. So, you see, there's, there's that big gap which now you have Bielefeld mm. as a professional team from Germany coming and trying to close that gap, you know, to, to bring their knowledge over to, well, as I said, to teach coaches the proper way of understanding the game, of understanding how to develop mm-hmm. young, quality, talented players
0: all right i think i remember when you first came into the country though as bielefeld uh uh, coach ennis wittendorf was still down in in Maritzburg at Maritzburg united at the stage uh, but it wasn't about him having been at the bundesliga i mean he's a good friend of south african football all-round having coached at the highest level but then tom when you look at the input now is it going to be consistent Uh, you know is bielefeld going to be there for the long haul because you might come through plant a seed but then find that maybe after two years, three years, you, you might find out you want to look at opportunities elsewhere. Is your commitment more the long term here?
1: Yes, of course. Um, the plan is uh, for a long time to cooperate with this country. Yeah. And uh, uh, now we are here. We are in four weeks. Uh, also here, um, the, the CEO from Arminia Bielefeld, Christoph Wortmann, came to the country and uh, we plan a, a lot of activations here. And... Um, yeah it, we planned it for a long 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 time
0: and and just your role again i know that as a coach you actively take part in the sessions in training these kids learning them developmentally what they need to know at this level of the game that is part and parcel of your job
1: yes of course um you said i'm the under 17 coach and we win the german championship uh, yeah. for four weeks and uh yeah yesterday we have a coaching clinic today we have a coaching clinic and we we talk about the training and i think uh, when you're the trainer you your job is to uh, bring your players to make a decision mm-hmm. on at the training then when they can do the right decision in the training they can tr- do the tra- mm-hmm. the best decision on the pitch when when it's uh, in the 90 minutes they do good Decisions. Do you find that it, it's slightly
0: difficult, though? And and Darren will help us with that as well, Tom. But from your observation, we've always known South African football players born naturally with the gift, with the ball, being able to handle the ball dribble, almost like a South American Brazilian type of flair with it, but not being able to be guided on what to do with that flair. Sometimes they overdo, they overindulge on the ball. How do you then bring in that professionalism where you separate the natural talent and get them to be more team players, get them to use that talent in a constructive manner? I think,
1: yeah, the talent is very important, but I think the most thing is to, you have the, a good uh, attitude to de- for your development. Yeah. Explain uh, my player, um, my players this this season. Every training, they called me one hour before we train. Hey, Tom, can we go out uh, before we t- train? Can we do uh, shoots or uh, passes? And I think that's an important thing to, for for the development for for each other. Darren, from your side, and, and I know that
0: same question to you. And I see you then as a <laughs> ball player, somebody who was very good with the ball on your feet. Somebody who was good with the ball off-the-ball situations as well. So either way, you were winning. But how then do you answer that question I've just posed to, Tom?
2: One thing we need to realise here in South Africa is that we have quality, talented uh, young players. There's no doubt about that. It's a fact. But the problem is it boils down to discipline. You know, our South African players are not very disciplined. But also, you know, that also uh, has a problem of, of course, the the coaching that they're getting because Mm -hmm. football has changed dramatically. You know, Now, if you, see, if, you watch, if you watch football, it has its concept, tactics, the way you have to play from the back and come out. A player can be how talented, you know, he can be how good on the ball. But if you can't understand the coach's concept on how he wants to play, he'll be a lost and found baggage on the field. So this is why in Germany, when these young players come with the age of 16, 15 to the professional clubs, they're really taught the system-wise how to mm. blend in. So when they come to the professional level, it's just like they're walking. Like you, you'll swear if an 18-year-old comes into the first team, like he's been there for years, mm-hmm. where you have an 18-year-old coming into a professional team in, in, the, in the PSL, he's struggling. And then it, you know, it, it takes time for him to blend in. And the clubs and coaches here in Africa, they don't have time for that. You need to come in and produce. Mm. And if you don't, then they get rid of you, which is wrong because that kid... That has come into the professional level trying to get his chance hasn't been taught right, he's been taught the wrong things because the coaching that he's getting, the coaches that are worth teaching him, are not highly qualified. They think they know what they're doing, but they don't. Because if you see, and I and you know, I, I hate to say it if you see Bafana play, mm. the minute the player gets a ball in the midfield, he's too many touches one touch, two touch, three touch, and you ask yourself, why is not distributing the ball mm. as quickly as possible? Going forward It's because he's been Trained that way Where you have A player in Germany Less touches uh, Makes the game Go quicker quicker. Mm. So if a ball Is coming to you From one direction You need two touches To turn Going in the opposite direction Which cuts, cuts The seconds Of you holding the ball mm. Where you have A South African player Will take one Two Three Four That's already five seconds That you have the ball On your foot When you're having a Player putting pressure On you And then you lose it. But that's, as I'm saying, it's things which have been taught, which has been drilled in their mind. You become optimism. So now you Mm. must try and get out of them when they come to professional level. It's, it's, it's hard work. It's difficult. Yeah. I,
0: I can only imagine the difficulty that you're going to have to encounter. All right, there are my guests. They are in studio. If you want to do, take part as well in the conversation. 011 7838947. 011 8838947. It is Tom Schutz. Yes, yeah, the Armenia Bielefeld under 17 head coach. Also, the Armenia Bielefeld SA ambassador, Darren Buckley. Don't go anywhere. Marala Sports Worldwide Live. In 3, 2, on 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW.
2: And Rob, uh, Darren, and Tom Rob, just want to echo your sentiments that Darren Barkley is the living legend uh, having played uh, much of his career abroad. I just want to find out from you, Darron. do you also share experience and the qualities with the youngsters that they need to possess in order for them to be international experts like you? And also want to find out how was it like for you playing in front of uh, a Borussia Dortmund fans, uh, particularly the Yellow Wall, because for me, everyone talks about the atmosphere at Allian arena but for me one of the electrifying atmosphere in the football uh, match is that uh, of Borussia Dortmund
0: particularly what happens in the yellow wall for me I just want to hear your views on that it's the love it love it love it love it Uh, thank you so much direct question to Darren Buckley who is here as the Arminia Bielefeld SA ambassador Tom Schutz is here as the Arminia Bielefeld under 17 coach Uh, firstly Darren that question, eh? the yellow wall, Borussia Dortmund, having to play, having to face them, especially playing away.
2: Well, you know, uh, Borussia Dortmund is one of the biggest clubs in, in Germany. There's no doubt about that. You know, the fan base, oh, it goes beyond. Yeah. Uh, you have, if you play there, you have about 80,000 uh, every second week. And playing in front of 80,000, uh, you get goose pimples, of course. Yeah. But plus, your nerves are up because the Dortmund fans, they can get in your back. Then, when you, you start losing, and uh, when you, if you're 1 0 down, 2 0 down, they'll make you aware that you're not doing well. Yeah. And of course, you know, I'm, I'm human. It yeah. comes with the nerves and so on. But uh, when you're winning and the going's getting good, you know, you've got the fans behind you, it's such a magnificent feeling playing for Borussia Dortmund.
0: Yeah, I, though, I did say to Darren during the break that he owes us a session on a, on a Friday to come back for a full hour so that we can talk about his career and we can throw all of those questions at him. Um, maybe the other aspect that he was asking about is just to try and influence the youngsters to become a Darren Buckley, somebody that holds themselves in the manner that you did to become an international player that can ply their trade overseas for a longer period as you did.
2: Well, this is why I'm saying I'm very happy to be the ambassador for Beautiful because uh, what I've been doing for the past years by myself yeah. and trying to help kids, you know, learn the proper way of playing the game. I even had my own soccer school called the Darren Bakki Soccer School, where I had to teach the kids the fundamentals, the basics you know of of as i said playing the game and then uh, from there i moved into coaching at Amazulu, trying to do the same thing but now i'm i'm, I'm at the UK ZN university mm. and uh, for one and a half years now and what i've did there you know i've changed from zero to hero you know i had players that were i can be honest with you not as good as possible Yeah. but now the football that we are playing is top football because i got them to understand or you know the the concept You know the modern football of today, where you have to be if you're a left defender, right defender, a striker. So they understand the game properly. Mm -hmm. But I'm a one man, a one going man. I can't teach the whole world here, the whole of South Africa. I'm trying to do my best in every, in every, in every action. But slowly and surely, as I said, you know that the the kids that I've taught them, you know, taught them how to understand the game, taught them the fundamentals, the basics. They've proved dramatically. Mm -hmm. Parents have come to me and say to me. Yo, my child at club level, it's gone from, from here right until the top. It's unbelievable.
0: You and know? it's just coaching.
2: And it's just coaching. Exactly. Coaching. Just making him understand. proper
0: coaching because we all can coach. But how qualified are we to coach in that manner? This is
2: exactly what I said today, Robert. (laughs) When I had all the coaches, I said every Tom Dick and Harry can coach, can put cones. (laughs) But to
0: be a proper coach, you need to
2: understand the character
0: of the the child, of the player. Every Tom Dick and Harry can, but there's a Tom (laughs) that's right here next to us. (laughs) and He's a very qualified man. very qualified. All right, so Jay uh, Sitabe on Twitter says, listening and loving the conversations. I've been a while ever since I heard from Darren Buckley as a shareholder of the show. I'm very happy and very, very satisfied. Uh, Tom, maybe just to give us your parting words. I know you guys got to dash to other interviews now. Um, just the expectation all around. You head back to Germany pretty soon. What kind of report card do you send back in terms of what you've learned? Um,
1: I take the part, uh, I take the part f- uh, in, in the next training with uh, when I talk with my players. Um, they have a lot of a lot of fun when they train, yes. and I see it here in the kids. Uh, the 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 places, the fields are not so good like in Germany, but no kid say, "Oh, this is a bad field." In Germany, when the grass is a little bit too high, the <laughs> the player, <laughs> oh, it's, <laughs> it's a bad place. I think no, this is a very good place for you to train and train harder than the other guys and have fun every time. But because football is that what you love and. That's, uh, that's the reason how they go to the, the professional player. Yeah, thanks. Just carry on with the good work. we
0: more than happy to have hosted you in the country and I hope to see you more. And more and more. If you're next to this man, uh, the royalty of uh, football in this country, then yeah, you, you're with the right guy. You're with the right guy. And Darren, maybe just your parting words in summary of the journey that you've had in Bumalanga. Uh, you know, just maybe paint a picture to South Africans listening to the show right now of what the future at under 17 looks like. Well, you
2: know, what we did yesterday going to, Pum- to Pumalanga and uh, just uh, open up these kids' eyes to see a different kind of training sessions, you know, coaches coming from, from Europe being there, you know, to give them hope. Because I can promise you, and which I which actually heard, yeah. that even PSL clubs don't even go that far, no. you know, to, to probably uh, scope out kids or help them or give them that chance, you know, that hope that you're going to probably make it some way. No. And this is what b is doing. So this is, you know, that's what I'm saying. They've come here, you know, to expand their name, uh, to cut, to cut that 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 development very, very short. That everyone understands. This is the way you need to do it. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: especially coaches, players. And so on all right let me squeeze in a quick voice note i think it's related to our conversation here
2: hi robert it's abe from naturena please ask delron and uh, your guest today uh, from which age are they targeting uh, this thing of uh, development because uh, the problem in south africa is that uh, uh, we 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 tend to catch these boys at uh, the age of 15 and Uh, 16 and then we say they are still young whereas you go to to Europe uh, a boy at the age of 16 and 15 he's already uh, a full-time member of uh, a first team thank you very much baby
0: thank you so much indeed so it is under 17 right for now you're dealing with under 17 yeah
2: okay
0: so just answering a question um
2: when when a player gets scoped out you know and they want to find a player the player has to have every single thing they don't look at the player's technical abilities how Mm -hmm. good he is he has to have body language he has to have respect on the way His 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 whole structure when he comes and gives his hand to a coach and looks a coach into his eyes this is what these international coaches look at Mm. you know so if a player goes overseas you know they see if he can communicate if he's a leader You know, if you can cope up with intensity and so on. Mm -hmm. Despite if that kid is so good and technical strong, but he also needs to have these other fundamentals which these coaches want. They want the full packet. They don't want a half a player. So you're not going to send a half a player there because he'll come right back. This is why when parents call me, yeah, my boy is good. You need to send him overseas. Okay, bring him to me. Let me have a look. And I can see, number one, he's unfit. Yeah. (laughs) Number two, you can't even control the ball. Maybe he can shoot and score, yeah. but he can't control it. Well, now, if I got to send him there, they're going to say, Bucks, are you crazy? Yeah, what, what are, are you, you sending us? us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it has to be that full packet. And I can tell you, in, in, in Europe, it's not easy when you come there. It's yeah. not easy. You can't just walk into a team because there's positions of quality players that you've got to fight for. <laughs> and they probably three four levels above you. So Um, you have to be extraordinary.
0: That is why we still struggle to have regular players playing in the EPL, regular players playing in the Bundesliga. Unlike back in the day when we had a whole array of players that were able to play both in the EPL and in the Bundesliga. And, and, and. Gentlemen, I've got to let you go. Otherwise, I'm going to get into trouble with your next appointment. Uh, Tom, as well as Darren, thank you so much. And everything of the best, guys, having had such an honour to host you both. Thanks, Rob. Thank you. you. Appreciate it.